Welcome to the Encounter Church Sermon of the Week. We hope you enjoy this week's message. So Jesus, I thank you for this service. I thank you for this wonderful church and the church family, Lord. Lord, it's a time of awakening upon the earth. We thank you, Father, that you're starting the wildfire now. So Jesus, today I pray you prepare our hearts for the words that will be spoken from heaven. I pray, Lord, as your mouthpiece today that I will be a vessel that you choose, obviously, to use for your glory. Lord, may the glory of God be revealed in a major way in this service. And may the Holy Ghost have his way. We love you, Jesus. You're precious to us. In Jesus' name. Exalted, risen and exalted one, Jesus. Your name is like honey on my lips. Your spirit's like water. To my soul. If you know it, come on. Your word is a lamp unto my feet. Jesus, I love you. I love you. And Jesus, Say Jesus again. Come on. Everybody. It's his name that causes things to change. Come on. Jesus. Risen and exalted. Risen and exalted. We love you, Lord, with all our heart, with all our soul, with all our being. Do you guys know? I love you, Lord. Come on, lift your voice. And I. 
to worship. Come on. My soul. Oh, oh, my soul, rejoice, rejoice, take joy, take joy my in what he hears. Come on. I love you, I love you. Come on. Yes. Love you, And I lift my voice. And I lift my voice. To worship you. Taste and see. Come on. Just take a taste of the Lord. And see that he's good. Drink a little bit of that good wine. Man. Wonderful Jesus. Precious Jesus. You know what we're looking for? 
at the whole church is looking for this all over the world. We're looking for the greatest outpour of his spirit that the world has ever seen. And you know what's beautiful about this coming outpouring? It's not from one place. It's going to be such an outpouring. It's going to come from somewhere in every state, in every town, in every home. It's going to pop off like it's never popped off before. Yeah. Because as the waters cover the sea, so shall the glory of God cover the earth. Now, some people say, how will the glory of God cover the earth? You want me to tell you? by you letting it shine from who you are in him you know that think about it as far as the east is from the west the glory of God must shine the church must become the biggest beacon of hope in this hour every fivefold minister every member of the body of Christ must be in full commissioning and full operation in this hour not one person can be dormant now yeah there's no idleness in Christ it was never meant to be a sit still and do nothing church you understand yeah if you are a Christian in Jesus Christ or if you're just gonna get born again and saved for the first time today you get to jump right in the river man you, know? you heard the song in the many I come alive in the river I heard it so if you're in the river of God, you got to flow, baby, flow. You know what a river does? A river takes you, right? You're in the river and you just go along. And sometimes there's a rock. Sometimes it looks like a barrier. But you know what I like about rivers is rivers always take you around the barrier. Even if you hit the rock, it'll roll you around it. Right? Some of you have been whitewater rafting and stuff. You know what I'm talking about. You hit the rock and you make it out, or you flip the boat, but in the river of God, you want to drown in it, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's a good place to be. So, you know, when you're in Christ, man, and you're in this river, nothing can stop you but God himself. He's the only one that can damn that river, and he won't do it. So if you understand what river you're flowing in, you're going to be A-OK, -okay, baby, all right? Yeah, there's a river that flows from heaven, from the throne of God. And out of it comes all the glory and honor and praise. Yeah. Oh, there's a river. Yeah. That flows from the throne of God. what's in it and in it yeah. is healing and deliverance come on yeah. I said this there's a river flowing from the throne of God come on you can put whatever you want in it. And in it. Healing and deliverance. Uh, 
Come on. Come on, man. A little old school with new school up here. And in it is salvation and miracles. Come on. Holy Ghost is here. What else is in it? What else is in it? Come on, get in it, guys. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on, come on. Oh. Yes. Wow. Come on, church. There is in the river. stuff up, man. Come on. You, you can only find that, that song officially here, by the way. I just want to let you know. <laughs> wow. I love on the spot spontaneous stuff. I'm that type of guy. I'm a spontaneous cat. I, I don't like nothing to be made up. I just like it to be made up in the glory. And when I may say that, I know that sounds tricky, but made up and like I, I sat and I wrote it beforehand and said no, I want it on the spot baby straight from the throne of God you understand let me tell you guys something I'm not gonna keep you long in the word today all right I'm gonna I'm gonna speak truth which is the word of God and we're gonna release the anointing and we're gonna let the anointing do whatever the anointing wants to do okay that means everything's available just like from the throne of God right that river Come on. You know what's funny? In 2015, guys, you can have a seat in the presence of the Lord. In 2015, I was praying, and I was in a mother-in-law suite near my house, at my house, actually. And I was on my knees, and I had just watched a sermon from a man named uh, Rodney Howard Brown. I watched the sermon. And, and what he said in it, he said he was praying one day, and he was telling God, he was putting a demand on God, and he told God, if I don't get this, I'm going to come up there and get it from you. And it provoked me. I mean, I was, a I was an in-house evangelist at the time. And um, I said, you know what? If you do it for one, you do it for another. So I went on in my prayer closet. And I remember he was saying he kept screaming for the fire, God. So instantly, I started saying, hey, burn me with fire. I had no idea. You know, I thought I was asking for the goosebumps and electricity on the moment, right? I just screamed for 30 minutes, I think. 
Baptize me in fire. I just kept saying it. Baptize me in fire right now. I mean, I just. Baptize me in fire. Baptize me in fire right now. I just kept screaming it. Baptize me in fire. Baptize me in fire right now. I kept saying that over and over and over and over. And then nothing was happening in that moment. And I remembered the words of what that man of God said. And I said, hey, I'm going to do what he said. Hey, I pointed my finger to the sky because he's above all the heavens and earth, right? I said, hey, listen to me. I know you hear me. Don't act like you don't. I tap him talk sometimes. I still respect him, right? I said, hey, listen to me. It's 2015, and I need to ask you something. I've laid up all my dreams. I've stopped cage fighting. I've stopped all these things. I don't know what to do. But there's one thing I know that you will do. I'm asking you now, use me as a matchstick to revival. That's what I asked him. Or I will come up there to you and find it myself. It's a pretty heavy demand. Well, obviously, I didn't get raptured or anything. I'm still here um, <laughs> in the flesh, but not in the spirit, if you understand what I'm saying. So I went on up there. I hung out with him for a second, and uh, I come out of that prayer closet, and my life went to everything bad. Now, hold on. In a good way. After I said that prayer, everything wrong in me <laughs> started to show up. See, sometimes we think, why am I going through this? Yeah. When you, yeah. What, do you ha- what do you think happens if you get baptized in the fire of God? See, we, all, we, we get a little bit emotional sometimes, and we think that the fire of God is a feeling on your body. No, the fire of God is consuming, and it's continual, and it never stops. See, people that are in hell today hate the fire of God because they rejected God. And now they got to know that that fire was real. (laughs) So instead of embracing the glory of it and becoming like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the fire, the fire is eradicating them for eternity. Just burn, burn, burn. But guess what, my Christian brothers and sisters? The fire of God is good for us. Isn't that wonderful? So my life just was getting all burned up. Things that were wrong with me started showing up. I'm thankful today. Even if something else shows up, I'm just thankful. Because I know it's another chance for glory to glory, right? But when you ask to be baptized in fire, know this. Don't look for the millionaire status and the nice cars and the rainbows and butterflies or the man or woman you've been praying for forever just to show up at your front door. No, 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 no. I know some of you. I want my man now. I want my Boaz. Give me my Ruth. You know what I'm saying? But the truth is this. You're going to go straight into a refining season when you ask for the baptism of the fire of the Holy Spirit. You're going to get refined and turned into what he always wanted you to be. You're going to get your call and destiny birthed. But here's the thing. Many are called. Few are chosen. You know why? Because not everybody wants to embrace that fire. Nobody wants. I was talking to my friend right here. And uh, no Pearson. What do you go by? Monty. (laughs) 
I was talking to my friend Monty, and we were talking about, like, just how it takes full surrender. He was talking about the rich man, how the rich man didn't want to give up that one little thing. See, here's the thing. This is going to hurt some of your feelings in a good way. Remember, it hurts, but it's good. The scroll hurt in the beginning, but it got good tasting later on, right? Listen, bitter to the first touch, but then it gets sweet like honey. When the Lord wants you to become more like him, and he wants you to be the one he's called you to be, your heart will be checked. And there will be things in your life that you're going to have a hard time. <laughs> you, know, you, you know what I'm talking about? You want me to sell my car? You want me to give what to who? <sighs> but that comes from my great-grandpa. You see? He gets idols out of your life because he's a jealous guy. At the end of the day, the things you hold on to are going to perish anyway. Store not yourself stuff on earth where moth and rust will destroy, but put your treasures in heaven. That means this. See, I know what it feels like to be at nothing. I've had something went to nothing and come back to something, right? And when you've been through that season, you don't care. <laughs> Take it. Bye. Boo-boo. You know what I'm saying? Just go take it. <laughs> Thief comes and wants to take something for you. Say, don't have to steal it. Here it is. That's how you get. See, because they're not stealing from you anymore. They're stealing from the king. Because I'm from a kingdom, and my king owns everything. So you don't get all attached to stuff because you know your king has a great return rate. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Today, some of you will be released from some of those idols in your life. It might be soul ties. Where God has brought you from a situation and you don't want to get out of that situation because you're tied to the emotional attachment that was in it. And the Lord, uh, not the Lord, but the enemy starts using excuses in your head. It's okay to stay in this position. No, it's not. It's time to change. Idolatry. Idolatry is tricky and it's sneaky. And in this hour, it must come out of the church. And it must come out of God's people. When God causes a change, it changes. Right? When God, when God refines, he refines. Man, he burns. My goal is to convict in a good way. Not condemn you. But I got to ta tell you the truth to get you to the truth. His name is Jesus Christ. And he has a purpose and a plan and a destiny for your life. So today, church, all of you, all the way up to the rafters, let me ask you a question. Today, if Jesus says surrender something, if he said give this up and follow me, would you do it? Would you be willing? Let me tell you why you would want to do that really fast, okay? I might take my time. I don't know. God will have a lot of time here in just a minute. Uh-huh. Some of y'all like, who is this guy? I don't never met him, never heard of him. How did he get in this church? <laughs> You're like, Pastor, what did you do? <laughs> I do love Jesus, man. I was once lost, now I'm found. I'll tell you real quick, my name's Daniel Adams. I've been through a lot of brokenness in my life. 
I've come from a divorced family, brokenness, teenager, did all the bad stuff. Y'all know the stories. You know, had a few bumps even as a Christian. And all of a sudden, I finally chose Jesus in my life. Can we just like that testimony real fast? Amen. <laughs> Amen. I, I think this, I think at 32, I'm 33. I think at 32, I realized who Jesus really was. It took me a while, but I figured it out. But I got saved at nine, filled with the Holy Ghost in 2013, and I figured it out, I think, at 32. <laughs> figure that one out. If you figure it out for me, I'll help, help me, Jesus, you know? He's so good. And he's, there's always another facet of who he is that he wants to reveal to us. I might tell you when, I, if, when I'm 52, at 42, I really met him. You know what I'm saying? I just, I just don't. I just want to keep meeting him, man. I'm like, Lord, when's our next meeting? You know, put me on your schedule. I'm always on his schedule because he loves me. I'm one of his favorites. I hope you're not mad about that. All right. I want to read this real quick. Second Corinthians 3, 7 to 18. Please, guys, don't fall asleep in church today. Just give me five more minutes, baby, maybe ten. All right. The old way with laws etched in stone led to death. Though it began with such glory that the people of Israel could not bear to look at Moses' face, Remember, it was the ministry of condemnation. So they couldn't look at God's glory because they were condemned in their hearts. Right? For his face shone with the glory of God, even though the brightness was already fading away. So there was a fading glory even on that. Amen? Catch this for me, okay? Shouldn't we expect for greater glory under the new way? Now that the Holy Spirit is giving life? Guys, come on now. <clears throat> All right. If the old way which brings condemnation was glorious, I mean, he called that glorious, right? Wonderful, wonderful. The law is good in what it does. How much more glorious is the new way which makes us right with God? Mm -mm -mm. In fact, the fir fir that first glory was not glorious at all compared with the overwhelming glory of the new way. So if the old way which has been replaced was glorious, how much more glorious is the new which remains forever? Since this new way gives us such confidence, you hear that? Confidence. Tell your neighbor, I got confidence. Yeah, the confidence. That's the key. Not the condemnation. The confidence in what the new, law is, the new way is doing, right? Listen to this. We can be very bold. Bold. Faith. We are not like Moses who put a veil over his face so the people of Israel would not see the glory. Even though it was destined to fade away. You know why? Because they might have dropped dead. You know? But the people's minds were hardened. And to this day, whenever the old covenant is being read, the same veil covers their minds so they cannot understand the truth. And we know that's happening still with some people in Jerusalem and stuff, right? All right. And the veil can be removed only by believing in Christ. Yes, even today when they read Moses' writings, their hearts are covered with that veil, and they do not understand. But whenever someone turns to the Lord, listen, whenever someone turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. For the Lord is the Spirit, and wherever the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. That's right. So all of us who have had that veil removed can see and reflect. Look, guys, it's wonderful, the glory of the Lord. And the Lord who is the Spirit makes us more and more like him as we are changed into his glorious image. You get to co-share. Can you say I'm a co-heir? 
that co-shares in the glory. Are you okay with that? I think it's wonderful. You get to be touched by God's glory and not die. Think about it. If you catch what I'm putting down, you pick up what I'm putting down, oh, you, oh woof. you're going to shine when you go out. Your face, and when you go out there, people will be like, what's that? Let me tell you about them. You know? It's true. When you walk around everywhere, you should be a glorious one. You know? You should be, you ever seen bug zappers? Bzz. You should be like a human bug zapper. Like, mm, bzz, Jesus. <laughs> Come alive, baby. <laughs> that whole thing died in you just now. How you doing? <laughs> yeah, mm, bzz, it happens all the time. Go out with me in public sometimes, you know, when I'm really running out there. Hey, it's fun. It's fun. Everybody in the supernatural life, the minute we all do that. You guys do that here. Some of you, it's just wonderful, right? We just bug zap everybody, right? Just bug zap. Bzz, 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 bzz. It's wonderful. Y'all ain't going to get that out your head. You're going to go home today. Bzz, 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 bzz. <laughs> bug zap ministry. Amen. Zap them all. Is that a demon? Come on, demon. A little bit closer. Y'all watch YouTube, you know, if you watch my YouTube videos, I'm like, come on over here. What's your name? I've been here for 3,000 years where you just lost all of it in one shot. It's true. Back to the dry place. We're living in a day where God's people must know who they are and what they carry. The darkness in this world is increasing, which means it is the church's chance. Here's your chance, guys. To take hold of this opportunity to show the world God's glory by shining the light of his son, Jesus Christ. Right now, you ever heard of opportunities? You have an opportunity. You have a Kairos moment. You have a moment that can be redeemed right now in the earth. The Lord is saying, it's your moment, church. Will you take it? Will you take heed to what I am doing? It's your chance. It's the chance for the biggest awakening to hit. Can you perceive it? Can you hear it? I hope you really get it. Romans 8, 18 to 19. Yet we suffer. Romans 8, 18 to 19. Yet we suffer now as nothing compared to the glory he will reveal to us later. For all creation is waiting eagerly for that future day when God will reveal who his children really are. Welcome to that day. <clears throat> I ain't letting no rock speak on my behalf. I'll tell you that. I'm walking around, a rock goes, except Jesus. Except, why are you talking to me? Because the people would not shut up. I'm going to talk now. You know what I'm saying? I don't want a rock to do my job. All creation, guys. Why do you think we have earthquakes and tsunamis and all that stuff? Because the earth is groaning. We're not, I'm not a doomsday preacher, man. I'm a glory preacher. 
I know when all these things are going on and things are happening and the devil's ramping up, I'm just like, uh-oh, church, wake up. Jesus had the power to calm the storm. What we do is we go, look at the pending judgment. We're all going to die. No, man. Storm, you stay right there. You ain't taking none of these souls. I'm still here. And I got a gospel to preach for Jesus Christ. You stay right there. You tell that tectonic plate, plate, tectonic plate whatever it's called in California, you stay right there. Don't you dare snatch because I'm still here. You ain't sinking none of these people. Talk to the land. Talk to the wind. Talk to the seas. Know your authority. If Jesus can do it, you can do it because the same Jesus lives in you. The same spirit is in you. You see what I'm saying? All right, so let's not get doom and gloom. Yes, we say Maranatha. We say, come, Lord Jesus. We want him to. Paul says, I, it's better I become out of this thing and I go good evil with him. But I got to, he's like, I've known Jesus so much. I got to bear with you a little longer for your sake. That's what Paul said. He knew there was something better. He wanted to be in it, but he said, I'm going to do my dues here on earth. That's how we all have to be. We don't want none to perish, right? We who are God's children carry the awakening and revival that has been longed for. Revival means God's life-giving power is on the scene and salvation, healing, and deliverance are manifesting. You can always tell who carries God's glory by what is happening around them. Revival comes, watch, here's a big key, you ready? Revival comes from heart posture. Not how much you're praying for it. <clears throat> Your heart posture towards the Lord. Revival comes... From heart posture. Do we actually believe what the word says about us? If we do the revival that is, we do the revival is our personal portion. You hear that? And we become a drink offering to many. We become carriers of the new wine. You hear that? You should be poured out. Paul said this, Philippians 2, 17 to 18. Yes, and if I am being poured out as a drink offering on the sacrifice and service of your faith, I am glad and rejoice with you all. For the same reason, you also be glad and rejoice with me. Today, I want to be like a drink offering, poured out for God's glory. You all should want to be a drink offering, Right? You all should want to be a displayer of his glory, of his majesty, of his goodness. You are no longer under the old covenant. You behold you're under the new covenant. You no longer have to pray and beg. You only receive. Ask and receive. Jesus said only believe. You have not because you ask not. You ask amiss. You don't know the divine will of God for your life. Some people will come to me and say if it's the will of God. I say there's no if in the will of God. It is or it ain't. Right? Old-timey religion goes, if. They pray over a dead person, Lord, if it's your will. That's doubt and unbelief. It is. We pray for healing if you want to heal him. Uh-uh. If you want the demon to come, that demon will go, ha, 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 ha. 
You don't know who you are. Authority, man. All authority through Christ. All power through Christ. Everything is your portion through Christ. Are you okay? It's so, so simple. It, the gospel is so simple, our minds can't comprehend it sometimes. Especially as analytical folks that need to have everything structured and put together. Nothing wrong with it. It's good for excellence, right? But when it comes to the simplicity of the gospel, analytical mindsets can't figure it out. And then you become like Thomas saying, I need to poke a hole. Yeah? No, man. Just accept his simplicity. Paul was a scholar. I mean, that dude had it all. Pharisee of Pharisees. And he said this. He said, all that stuff I learned is, excuse me, doo-doo. Dung, nothing. Gone, out. Trash compared to the riches found in Christ. It's a simple gospel with a simple truth. Yes and amen. Let your yes be yes and no be no. Amen? So I tell you this. Let me take a drink of water really fast. I don't know which one's mine. They're all good. I think I drank both of my one. <laughs> yeah. All right, let me tell you this. How many of you, be honest, some of you might not, y'all might be new to this so you don't understand. I don't know. But how many of you have prayed, Lord, send a revival? All of us, right? All of us. Most of us that understand what the word revival means. So we prayed that. The church has prayed it for a long time. We've seen glimmers and, and, and glimpses of it throughout history. We've seen it. But today, God's calling for every personal revival in people's life to connect and cause revival. I call this season the activating of the saints. That's the season we're in. The activation of the saints. Okay? So what am I saying? I'm not saying quit doing church inside. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying become who you're supposed to be outside. Because this is a place we come to get equipped. We come to get sent. We come to get built up and sent out. Every church should be an equipping center and also a place we celebrate. Like we celebrate the baby dedications. Oh, we're going to celebrate and we're going to commit more lives to Christ. Right? We celebrate the healings that have happened. We rejoice in the deliverances people have went through. We rejoice in baptism. We rejoice in the baptism of the Holy Ghost. That's how you know a church has revival, is when those things are happening. I love encounter. I love the word encounter. Encounter church. That's, tr that's catchy. I'm going to come have an encounter today. So you know when you come here, you're going to have a encounter. You, it's, a, it's a prophetic guarantee. Church with encounter. Hmm, I like that. Let me try this. What is this feeling during worship? Why am I crying? Can somebody tell me? Have you met Jesus? No. Well, you just entered into his presence. Let me tell you about him. And then they say, I've needed this my whole life. Nobody I meet people all the time that tell me Christians haven't introduced them to an encounter with Jesus. I'm like, where is the church, man? I was listening to a video this morning about the Travis Scott concert. I said, this is crazy. They said it was the most demonic feeling presence. People were doing the music, doing what he was saying, and nothing against him. I want him to get saved, right? 
but they said they felt demons coming into their body. See, the enemy's a perverter. So when we're up here praising and giving glory to Jesus Christ, what's happening? His presence, his power is inhabiting you. Right? But then people in the world are saying all these bad things and what's inhabiting them? What you speak out, what you worship is what you get. You know that? And there's parents right now, their kids aren't coming home. It's sad. Right? But if the church, see me, this is my mindset. I'm a nut, man. See, if the church was open, instead of staying away from the concert, we would have walked right through the gates of hell. Hey, I'm serious. You know, in, in Universal, they have something called Halloween Horror Nights in Florida. I went there twice. I got in the line. I went through the haunted houses. But I preached the gospel in line. A guy told me this. I was in line. Me and my boy Isaiah. Where's Isaiah? Back there. We were talking to him, right? What did he say, Isaiah? Why are you Christians in this line? I said, for you. I'm not your normal Christian. Why are you? Are you celebrating Halloween? No. I'm here to give the devil a headache. <laughs> but you know, you always got a Pharisee somewhere. Why'd you pay for the ticket to get in? Because right. souls are costless. We got to go in. We got to infiltrate, you know? And I'm not talking about go in and tell them all they're going to hell. No, you need to be sneaky like an undercover serpent, man. He says, become wise as a serpent. So you're under there looking like everybody else. You know, you got your shirt on, your clothes on, you're walking in, like Halloween's all that great stuff. And then all of a sudden you go, hey, what's your name? You want to feel something? That's how I do it. I don't even, sometimes I don't even have to say anything. I told one young man, I said, hey, I believe in the power of God. You want to experience it? I got the videos on, on thing. He said, come here. I said, come here, boy. Come here, come here. Give me a hand. I took his hand. I said, Holy Ghost, get him. Right? You know what the young man did? He said, what was that? Yo. <laughs> Whoa. And his friend goes, what happened, dude? And his friend goes, dude, me too, man. So I prayed for his friend. And you know what caught me, man? You know what caught me? This dude wasn't a believer, right? I didn't get him quite there, but it was a seed, right? He said this walking away. He goes, thank you for coming in here and being a blessing. It's crazy, right? And I didn't do much. And then me and Isaiah, we were walking around praying for the workers. We were praying for other people. We had a dude just fresh out of jail. I mean, these are the people that are in those areas, man. But our theology has taught us stay away, stay comfortable. You know, what? this is like 2% of what I do, man. I'm, I'm always on fire. Right? I love it out there, man. I love telling people the good news of Jesus and watching them, a person who knows no better, encounter Christ. So, my opinion, my opinion, my opinion, I'm saying now, my opinion, when them concerts are going on, we need to get together as groups and go in. 
And then when them dead bodies are floating across the crowd, we grab the dead body, we say, come here. Seriously. And we, and we say, come alive. And the body comes alive, and the demon of death comes off of them. And now you have revival in the crowd of people. Now the attention isn't on Travis Scott or whoever. It's on what Jesus Christ has done. That's how you do it. But see, us Christians are scared of the devil. And we're scared of dying. Revelation says they didn't love their life unto death. If you're still trying to save your life, you're not living. I want to say something. Oh, this one might hit. That mask ain't going to save you. Well, you don't understand. I'm this old. I don't. That shot might kill you. See, the Lord didn't say he gave me a spirit of fear. And I'm long-suffering and patient, but I got the mic right now unless they take me out. He gave me power, love, and a sound mind. You know what happens? You know why sickness takes people out? Because they get anxiety when it hits. And then their body reacts even more. And then their lungs start to collapse. Then they go, I can't breathe. Now they get asphyxiated. And death is... And all of a sudden... Because you gave in all the way. Let me tell you something. I learned this as a cage fighter. As long as you can breathe, you're alive. If you get 10% oxygen in there, you're alive. When you feel like something's going to take you out, you stand on the word and you use it. You say, Christ lives in me. No disease, no sickness, no death. No nothing can stop the Christ in me. The gates of hell shall not prevail. Amen? Now, with every portion of faith, okay? I know we all got measures. We're in different places. I'm not forcing anything. I'm just, I said, my opinion, which is Christ's. <laughs> Look, I'm a faith guy. I have to live by it. It says the just shall live by faith. You're justified by faith. You're healed by faith. You're delivered by faith. You meet the glory of God through faith. You become revival through faith. You take over darkness by faith. You live by faith. All right? That's how we live. Christ is everything to me. Everything. Now, will I wear a mask to save a soul? Sure. No problem. I'll go there for I'm not against it. I'll go in there. Do I want to? Mm-mm. Now, will I do the other stuff? You won't catch me. Nope. Mm -mm -mm. That's my, my, my opinion, which is Christ. Okay, I'll keep going. <laughs> I don't condemn you guys, okay? I'm not. I don't believe anybody that has done that is condemned. I don't believe that. I'm just saying I'm, I'm here to build your faith, not condemn you. 
Okay, so if you did anything, great. We'll get the poison out your blood. But I'm just telling you, <laughs> I'm here to help. I'm here today to wake the church up all over the world. I'm traveling, traveling all the time. People don't know how I do it. I'm traveling because somebody has to wake up the church. You know? Somebody has to tell the truth. And I know this man of God tells the truth. I'm not saying he doesn't. I'm just saying, wherever I go, I speak the same message to the same people. Church, wake up. Wake up. You are a free people that serve a free Jesus. Right? Are you sure? Good. Well, we're going to see. Today, I'm going to pray that a grace will come upon you that will ignite you for revival. I'm going to pray that you will burn with the fire of God, man. I'm going to pray that the glory of God will come upon you from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet. I'm going to pray you get ignited with a passion and hunger for souls. I'm going to pray today that you will lay your life down for the sake of Jesus Christ. I'm going to pray today that you die in the flesh and you live in the spirit. Amen? I'm going to pray that lying enemy to stop speaking to you. I'm going to pray if anything is in your body that doesn't belong there, that it's going to come up and out. Amen? I'm going to pray some of you get your sanity back. I'm going to pray those burdens on some of you ladies and men that are worried about your family to come on off. I'm going to pray anxiety to leave your body. I'm going to pray that witch Jezebel to go out your window. You know? I'm going to pray Leviathan to take your scales off of you. I'm going to do all that for you in Jesus' name. I'm going to pray for salvation. Now, when I ask you this, there's a guy named Jesus. He's a wonderful guy. He's God and man, actually. He's the incarnate being that displays God's glory, right? He is God. He died a death that we were worthy of. He took our place. He actually loved us so much that he came to get us back. You understand? And then what he did is, you know, he went up to the mercy seat, laid his body there where that precious blood is poured out for all the sins of mankind. And he sent his Holy Spirit so we could be empowered to be bold as lions and to preach the truth of, with conviction and power. 1 Corinthians 4, 20, I don't come to you with wise, persuasive words, but I come to you with a demonstration of his power. See, I know what Jesus did for me. I know how he changed my life. I know the encounters I had to make me this way. The anointing is upon me. The anointing is upon you. To preach the good news to the poor. To proclaim liberty to the captives. To open the eyes of the blind. To let the deaf hear. To proclaim that perfect and acceptable day of the Lord, the day of salvation. Huh? I want to ask you this first. Is there anybody in this place? You've heard this message. You may have thought you were a Christian, but you weren't too Christian. You may, think you may think to yourself, I haven't been living to my full potential. But before I ask you that part, I want to ask, is there anybody that absolutely does not know Jesus Christ and you want to know him today? Is there anybody in this place? You want to know Jesus? 
I mean, like, I'm not talking about just, thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Oh, I'm talking about you want to know him. Anybody? Going once. Going twice. Oh, come on. Hallelujah. Never met Jesus. You're ready. You weren't ready before? I've been through a lot of things. Um, I have schizophrenia, but um, I still trust in God. And um, I've been through a lot. Um, I went to a party when I was 19. They put something in my drink, long story short. And I've been schizophrenic ever since. So I'm just trying to heal and get the demons out of me and just, amen. Now watch. Amen. Amen. So, you just walked up the right stage, amen. You ever been through, through freedom before? You ever, you ever encountered his power before? Or? Yeah. When I had schizophrenia, when I first started it, I couldn't... I couldn't, I just couldn't be myself. I couldn't walk, I couldn't talk. I take medicine right now, so it's helping me, but you know, I live a normal life and I'm grateful, so I wanna live a more normal life and not take medicine and still be able to be normal. So did you hear everything I preached in the message? Did you understand it? Okay. Now look, I'm gonna tell you something about these things on your arm. They will make you schizophrenic. That's demonic stuff. I'm just telling you, I'm not, you know, it's, it's an evil eye, which supposedly atta attracts good things, but it's called an evil eye. There's only one power you need, okay? I promise you, you won't be schizophrenic anymore if you just hear this, all right? You only, you only wear that stuff because you're scared. You're fearful. Oh, but I'm going to introduce you to a power. You hear me? That wants to live in there. That will give you the sound mind you want. That will allow you to speak with clarity and not be confused any longer. Okay? Let me ask you this. Now, here's the thing with people who, who have dealt with schizophrenia. They feel intensely rejected. You're not rejected. I have to establish this with you first. To get this schizophrenia off of you, I have to let you know that you're accepted. That God says this, he will not leave you as an orphan alone. He loves you. You hear me? Do you accept that? Do you believe that, church? Isaiah. Listen. Are you willing to remove those? All right, only, here's the thing. Only remove what is new age and witchcraft. Tell me what, okay, evil eye. Okay, honey, I'm going to help you out. They're, they're all bad. <laughs> all right. Crystals, evil eye, anything like that is new age practices that attract. And what's happening is you think it's propelling stuff away, but it's actually attack. What happens when people do that, they always get attacked in their mind. 
Do you trust what I'm telling you? Listen, I could have nothing on me and be powerful because of who's inside. Amen. No condemnation, though. I'm just here to help. Can you do it for me now? I believe the power of Jesus is going to... Oh, she's ripping it off. <laughs> you got it? You need some help? Don't rip your wrist off. We need your wrist to stay. Can I cut it? I better leave this here in case there's anybody else. Remember I was talking to the people about idolatry and having idols? It's kind of the same, same thing. If you get rid of it and you're like, <laughs> you know, it's, it's an attachment that doesn't need to be there. Now, I'm going to tell you something. Just from you doing that, if nothing else happens, you're going to be blessed. Because God's going to honor you, okay? Now, have you ever said that prayer of salvation? You've never said the prayer of salvation? Oh, I got you. This is the way to open your heart and, and let Jesus in. Let me tell you, you will never feel abandoned. You'll never feel rejected. You'll never feel alone. And those voices you hear sometimes... They're going to go, ah. And you're going to be one person. You're going to be the girl that you were created to be. You're going to get your childhood back. Amen? Okay. I come from a broken place too, so I get it. All right? So say this prayer with me, okay? Before I do that, anybody else that needs this? Anybody else? Up Up there? Yeah, but they got to want this, though. They got to want to come here. We can't force people down. They got to want it. Hallelujah. Here comes another one. Come on, girl. That's fine. Yeah, you can stay on the ground. Come right here for me. You too, right here. Just stand there. I'm going to come to you. Okay. All right, guys. So talk to me. What happened? Oh, now y'all want to come. Yeah, just stay right there. I'm going to talk to you guys. So what happened to you? dedicating her life. I'm going to ask you. You're down here? 
Are you giving your life for the first time or the second? The fifth. You're convicted. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. First time? You've never done this before? You want to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? Stand right there. Is this your first time? First time ever. Never done this before. You don't have none of that stuff, do you? All right. You understand what I'm saying, right? Okay. So, ladies, is there any gentlemen? No gentlemen. Only ladies today. Ladies, I want you to do this, okay? You're going to say a prayer for me, and then I'm going to pray for the Holy Spirit to fill you and set you free. Okay? Say this for me. Say, Jesus Christ, today I open my heart and I ask you to forgive me of every sin. I forgive myself and I forgive others. I ask you to come inside of me now. Save me and make me your home. In Jesus' name, amen. Today you are saved. Amen. All right, I, Pastor, I don't know if your ministry team's here. I'm going to lay hands. I don't know what's going to happen, but y'all, you got it, right, Monty? Amen. I'm going to lay hands on each one of you and ask the Lord to fill you with his spirit. And if anything's there that isn't supposed to be there, it's going to come out of your body. Y'all handle it however y'all want to handle it here, okay? If you want to take them or anything, I don't, I don't care. Jesus, fill her with your spirit now. That's right. Be free. Let her go. Be free. Be filled. There you go. Be filled and free, girl. Receive the Holy Ghost. Step forward for me. Say this. Say, I renounce. I renounce the lie of schizophrenia. I accept the Holy Spirit that gives me a sound mind and power and love. Save me and fill me. In Jesus' name. What's your name? Holy Ghost, fill her. Let her know she's accepted and not rejected. Fill her with your power. There he is. I command every schizophrenic lie to go. Get out of her body now. Up and out. That's him. That's Jesus. Let him work on you, girl. Holy Ghost, I pray you fill her now. Yeah. That's the glory wagon tail right there. Come on. Be ready. Really accept it, okay? Recept, accept his presence. Be filled.
I break every generational thing off of you. Holy Ghost, fill her. Let it go. Let the family go. Let it all go. You're holding on. Let it go. Let it go. Receive the peace of the Lord. All this stress off your body now. There he is. There he is. That's, that's how you do it. Receive the Holy Spirit. Be filled. And be free, girl. Every demonic thing. Let her go. Now. Everything hindering her from the presence of the Lord. I break your power. Be filled with the Holy Ghost. I pray the Father, the Holy Spirit. Now. burdens go. Forgive yourself, girl. Forgive yourself. Jesus. There you go. Thank you. Hallelujah for salvation. Amen. Amen. All right, now I'm going to do a mass prayer for you guys, okay? Mass prayer. Here's what I want y'all to do. Now look, I don't have time to lay hands on everybody, but what I am going to do is pray a mass impartation. I'm going to pray the five God to come upon you and burn and new wine to flow out. Amen. Stand up, please. Now I want to ask you something. Are we family in here? All right. So do me a favor if we're family. Hold one another's hand. See what happens? This is called unity. And unity brings power. One heart, one mind, one spirit. The Lord loves us to be connected. You remember those pictures of the body of Christ holding hands all around the world? He's got the whole world in his hands. That's right. <laughs> oh, wide world. So here's what we're going to do. Happy, happy, joy, joy. All right, listen. <laughs> you want this, right? You want the happy, happy, joy, joy? All right, then. <laughs> Say this for me then. If you really want it, it's going to show. Say, Jesus Christ. I want you to baptize me. In fire. Oof. Now say this. Say, fill me with the new wine. Now. Drink of the Lord. Take a little drink. Drink a little more. Just take a little drink. 
just drink a little more just take a little drink just drink a little more yeah that new wine just take a little drink come on come on just drink a little more Come on. Drink a little drink. New wine. Drink a little more. 2,000 years of wine. Ooh. Drink a little drink. 2,000 years of wine. Drink a little more. Drink a little more. Come on, let loose, church. Drink a little bit. Oh. There he is, I feel that. Hey! Drink a little more. Yeah. Drink a little more. Come on. Drink a little more. Drink a little more. Come on. Drink a little more. Drink a little more. Watch. Joy everlasting. The oil of gladness. Bubbling over. It's a season of happiness and joy. Got that joy, joy, joy. That joy, joy, joy. I got 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 that joy, joy, joy. This is your time. Come on. Receive the joy of the Lord. Receive the new wine. change your mind. Yes, it will change. 
writing songs, I see. Come on. Drink a little bit of that wine. Just a little bit of that wine. Pour out your wine, Jesus. Two thousand vintage wine, Jesus. Yes, it'll change your mind. It'll give you the mind of Christ, man. Come on. You have every right to get drunk right now on the Holy Ghost. We got people and they're getting delivered. They're drinking a little bit. We got the Holy Ghost on the scene. I pray the fire of the Holy Ghost in this place. Burn on them, Lord. Burn with the Holy Ghost. Fire the Holy Ghost. 
Thank you for listening to the Encounter Church Sermon of the Week. If you would like to learn more about us, please visit EncounterJesus.us or search for Encounter Church San Leandro in your app store.